Becoming Alignment Drive. The Brave Files are supported by Julian Desjardins, a certified strategist for small business owners. If you've already made that brave decision to start your own business, it's time to stop trying to do it all alone. Check out our show notes for more information or visit juliandesjardins.com. You are listening to The Brave Files, real stories from people living courageously. You can listen to the show anywhere you enjoy podcasts, and we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference, and we appreciate it. Now, here's your host, Heather Vickery. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Brave Files. I have really been looking forward to this interview. In a different life, I would have taken my business on the road just like today's guest, Morgan who decided she wanted to travel the world, so she took her business right along with her. This boss bookkeeper helps other creatives bring their financial dreams to life so that they can live their why, just like she's doing. How freaking cool is that? Morgan, welcome. Oh my gosh, Heather, thank you so much. I am so excited to be talking to you today. (laughs) I'm glad to have you here. This is not the first time Morgan and I have collaborated. She is quite a powerhouse. Where, Where in the world is Morgan? Where are you calling in from today? I am currently in Las Palmas, uh, which is a tiny island that's Spanish, but is technically closer to Morocco right now. So <laughs> That sounds amazing. I'm in Chicago where it's still freezing. It's supposed to be spring and it's not. I love it. I love to travel. I have the travel bug, you know, one day, one day I'm going to do, I'm going to do what you're doing. It is so inspiring Absolutely. to me. Absolutely. <laughs> So can you tell us and the listeners a little bit about about who you are and what you do and how you came to do it? Yeah, totally. So uh, like you said, I am a bookkeeper. Um, My business is entirely virtual. And I work with creative entrepreneurs that are typically service-based to help them with their business finances um, and with understanding their financial world, um, how that fits into their bigger dreams and goals um, and whatever it is their why is. Uh, I, you know, my, my why is to travel. Um, that's the stage of life that I'm in. And so because I'm able to do that, I see the power in, in enabling that why. And so that's what I really love to do through helping with bookkeeping and financial understanding. So I have to ask, this is a super coachy question. Yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) I don't usually do this on the show, but you said that your why is to travel. But the coach in me is like, "Mm, that's not a why. That's a result (laughs) of a why. Why why travel? Why do you you want to be traveling? What do you get from it? Yeah, totally. Well, that really feeds into the story of how I started traveling and how I started, um, honestly, bookkeeping my, my business. So do you want me to just dive into that? <laughs> yeah, tell us the story. That's why we're here. Totally. So this starts about two years ago now. Um, and it really started in this place of just utter defeat and feeling like I didn't know what was going on with my life. I was super unhappy and I had a plan and everything I tried to do to reach that plan just felt like hitting a brick wall and a brick wall and a brick wall. And so my, my goal at that point 
was to do museum curation. My education, my background is is not finance. Thank you. (laughs) So, So my background is actually ancient Mediterranean history. And so that's why I wanted to do museum curation. It would ideally reach a point where I could do that with antiquities department. Um, But I wanted to be working with ancient history as part of my job. And everything that I did at that point in terms of trying to figure out if there was a graduate program that I wanted to do or some sort of entry-level job to get me my foot in the door, everything just hit a brick wall and it wasn't working. And so I reached this point where I just had like an utter sobbing mess breakdown on my mother's couch, like what's going on. Um, And what came out of that, that breakdown and that conversation uh, with my mother was that I realized the important thing for me right now is to physically be in locations that has history I'm passionate about. From that, I decided, okay, I am going to travel full-time. You know, I can put the curation and the graduate program on hold, and I'm going to figure out what I need to do in order to travel. So I got myself a full-time job. Um, I had been, like, doing this part-time thing with a volunteer. Anyway, um, (laughs) and so I set myself (laughs) a date. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I was, um, you know, I think that was part of what was making me unhappy was I was in this part-time job that didn't have, wasn't covering, it was covering my student loans and like a little bit extra and that was about it. And then doing volunteer work that was at a museum so I could gain that experience, but it didn't have the particular history aspect that I was really interested in. It was a like a local um, county museum, which was interesting, but not the the ancient Mediterranean part was kind of missing. So I I got a full-time job and I said, all right, I'm either going to reach X amount of money or I'm going to reach this state. And whichever comes first is when I get on the plane and go. I love that. You got to set yeah. deadlines for yourself, yes, right? Exactly. Exactly. I always, I always tell clients and other people, you can't get where you're going if you don't know where it is. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you were like, I'll go anywhere, but you knew you wanted to go somewhere. So you had to make a plan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that whole like breakdown was in July of 2016. So I set my like, you got to get on the plane date for October of 2017. So it it was about what, 16 months there. Um, nice long lead time. Yeah, exactly. You know, (laughs) partly to figure out how I was going to bankroll this, (laughs) you know, (laughs) kind of need to figure that part out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I spent, you know, that, that time giving myself the time to figure all of those parts out. And First, I, I researched a little bit about getting a position at a remote company, you know, something that was already set up for a virtual team. And I would just have, uh, you know, a full-time position at an already existing company. And I, I should say now, I was very dead set against owning my own company. 
I, I love that you casually drop that for all the people listening who are thinking there's no way I could start my own business. You maybe could. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, part of that was my mother has been an entrepreneur my whole life. And so I saw her, um, own her own business and, you know, I got to see all of the ugly parts, um, And, you know, I got to see the good parts too, but I was like, you know what? I don't need that stress in my life. (laughs) It can be Um, stressful. (laughs) Yeah, it can be. So that's why I first started looking at remote positions and just nothing was clicking. Nothing was fitting, but I figured, you know, I have some time. I'm not going to be stressing about this at this moment. Um, so I spent the winter just sort of letting everything sink in and really like fully coming to terms with the fact that I had set this big, bold vision as my goal. I love uh, that you called it a vision. It yeah, vision. it was, yeah. it was cause it was the, the feeling that I was really wanting, you know? That's a great description. I I teach on vision. I I coach on it and speak on it. And I work to explain the difference in a goal and a vision. And Mm. and I think you just did it more beautifully than I've ever done it. It's a (laughs) Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, Yeah. it's really great. A vision is a a feeling that you want. Yeah. It's beautiful. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it, fell into place that in April now of 2017, one of my best friends sent me this article um, about two women who were traveling the world and owning their own business, and that they were now releasing this course to teach other predominantly women how to do that. And it was just, it was just perfect. Like it clicked and I was like, okay, I need to take this course. I need to learn how to do this because the, the the life and the vision that they are presenting is what I want. Will so, you share the name of the course? Yeah, yeah. It's um, the Bucket List Bombshells, and that was it's their name, right? <laughs> um, and it's their Work Online and Travel the World course. All right, so, friends, Work Online and Travel yeah. the World. If you're yeah. in, this is where Morgan started. Exactly. And it was exactly what I needed at exactly the right time, because that was the thing that allowed me to think, okay, I can own my own business. And so that was the like, that was the point of the shift where it was like, all right, I'm going to own my own business. This is how I'm going to um, fund this travel that I need to be doing. So at first, I thought I would do some sort of like virtual assistant work or um, something that was a little bit more administrative office because uh, that was what a lot of my experience had been. But I wasn't putting pressure on myself to figure that out first. I was trying to allow myself this space and and not put pressure on myself to have every single small detail worked out before I took the next step. I think that's pretty extraordinary because most people feel like they have to have it just right, especially entrepreneurs, uh, creatives. I have to get it just right before I can start. And Mm -hmm. it's wise beyond your years. I mean, 
you're young and to be able to say, you know what, I'm just going to roll with this. It doesn't have to be perfect is a really, really advanced and lovely place to come from. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's the thing, it's one of the things that I look back on now and I'm like, oh, that was a really good decision. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Rather than looking yeah. back and going, I fucked that up really badly. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. So, so that's how I sort of also got introduced into the creative online sphere uh, and started, you know, getting into Facebook groups and listening to other podcasts and just sort of soaking up the community. And I was like, okay, I love, I love this community, this online creative space. And I want to do something to be a part of this community and work with these women. Um, And that's actually how we met is through online communities. So exactly, exactly. And it's, it's, I mean, it's working out pretty well. So (laughs) absolutely. So you took the show on the road. Yes. So this is in, in April. So I'm still, still in Portland where I grew up, um, and still figuring out what exactly I was going to do with my business. And I didn't get on the plane until October. Okay. So quite a bit of time in between. Yeah, exactly. And what happened in that in-between time of April and figuring out that I was owning, going to own a business and October and actually getting on the plane was when I sat down, I had this moment of clarity. I realized that when I sat down and what I was actually daydreaming about as a business owner, like what my dreams and where I went off in fantasy land when I was like, Morgan, as a business owner, was researching the invoicing software and looking at profit and loss statements and thinking about expense reports. And all of the finance side of things was the stuff that I was super excited to get into. (laughs) And and that's amazing because most of us in the entrepreneurial realm don't ever daydream about those things there that nightmares are made of. So thank goodness for people like you who daydream about finances. And, And I realized that. I realized that my excitement around the finance side of the business is something that a lot of people don't feel. And that's when I knew that I wanted to do bookkeeping is, is having that realization that that's where I could help this community the most. So in the end, you were able to combine two things you were super passionate about. Yes. Even though you didn't go into it knowing you were passionate about finance. Exactly. You found an additional passion to take with you on your, on your journey. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And so I um, so I went out and I found a bookkeeping course and specifically a course that also teaches you how to create a virtual bookkeeping business. So it was both the like um, bookkeeping technical side of things and the virtual business side of things. And I, and I did that. So I took that course through the summer of 2017. There are courses for everything. I don't ever yes. want to hear somebody say they don't know how to do something because there is yes. always a way to figure out how. Exactly, exactly. And it it just, I found it and I was like, oh, this is right. Um, and I think that's also a, a hallmark of my whole experience through this is 
there were moments of things just absolutely clicking into place and being like, oh, this is right. This is how it should be. And so I spent the summer doing that course and then also doing things like um, getting my business set up and all the legal side of things taken care of and setting up the website. And, um, and, and my question through all of that for myself was, what's the one thing that's holding me back in this moment? You know, I know there's a lot of advice out there that's like, okay, you, you don't have to get the, the, you know, your business registered as an LLC or a sole prop right away, you know, test it out, figure out how it's going for you. And then you can do that down the road. Well, I knew from my personality, like I wanted all of the legal eyes dotted and T's yeah. crossed first, right? Also, if you're traveling, it's just not something you want to have over your head. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, so, you know, my question was always like, what's the thing that's holding me back? And once I figured that out, I did it. I made it so that I knew my next step and I only focused on that. I didn't think about all of the 10 million things down the road. It was like, what is the one thing that I need to do now? So yeah, I just did all of that through the summer. And then on October 15th, that's when I got on the plane. That's when I say that I started my business. And, you know, that was the start of it. And since then, I've been traveling, clearly. And I've, (laughs) (laughs) so, and I've, I've done longer stays in fewer places. So where's the first place you went? Yeah. So I started in Milan. Um, I'm very fortunate because one of my best friends is living there right now. So I was able to go stay with her, get adjusted to being, you know, on this travel journey to, you know, the jet lag time difference to, mm-hmm. hey, I'm my boss now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole slew of things that come with that and making sure you right. stay on task and you're productive. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I started in Milan, got my feet under me. From there, I went to Crete and Heraklion and I stayed there for a month. And then from Greece, I went to Cyprus and stayed in Paphos for three months. And then from there, I arrived in Las Palmas, where I am now, and I'll be here for about six weeks altogether. So, so far, what's been your favorite destination? Ooh, you know, I really loved Paphos in Cyprus. It's a smaller town, really easy to get around, um, both in terms of walking and public transit. It has the history that I love. Um, there's a whole bunch of different archaeological sites that I was able to go and visit. Uh, it had a co-working space so that I could have reliable internet to you know, actually do, do work and, and work on my business and work with my clients. And it was sunny. That's the other thing. I hate the cold. <laughs> I'm so with you. I'm yeah. so, so with you on that. So what's been the most difficult part of running a virtual business from wherever you are? Yeah. And most of your, are most of your clients U.S.-based? Yes. Yes. Okay. So clients are in the U.S. You know, while I've been traveling through this whole 
journey, I'd say the hardest part has actually been while I was back in Portland um, and everything in my life that was going on outside of setting up the business, you know, cause your, your life doesn't stop just because you have decided to run, run a business and no, it doesn't. No. And, and quite frankly, um, personally during that year where I was building this was one of the hardest of my entire life, just in terms of physically, mentally, you know, working a full-time job plus starting it. I also have a, a bad back and was in a car accident. So on top of working and um, building honestly bookkeeping, I was also at doctor's appointments multiple times a week and dealing with the traffic to get to and from. So it was just all of all of the life part that was was the hardest. So you're basically what I'm hearing you say is running this virtual business from across the world is is pretty easy. You don't have a problem booking clients or taking care of clients or working uh, in your business versus on your business. All of that just kind of runs Mm -hmm. pretty smoothly. Yeah, actually. (laughs) No, that's, I love that. I'm not saying it in some, like, I don't believe you way. uh, Cause I think it's totally possible. I know, I know because I know you that you have some pretty strong systems in place. Um, Yeah. Right. And so do you want to share sort of what keeps you grounded and what your systems are that make this business work for you? Yeah, totally. So again, with with the systems, I always ask myself, what is holding me back right now? And that's the system that I focus on. Um, that's what so, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know, so like figuring out which, like my my invoicing software and which software I was going to use to send contracts. I focused on that, you know, before I had my first client so that I could have that in place whenever I did get my first client. And, and so I wouldn't be scrambling at that moment. And then, you know, it was figuring out which scheduling software when I started having a whole bunch of coffee chats and having more regular meetings with clients and just tackling it one piece at a time. And so I'm, I'm a Trello person. So I have um, everything all of my tasks set up in Trello um, have my like operating procedures written out in Trello, um, and and again, just doing it one one piece at a time. I love that. That's pretty much the first thing I teach everybody is make it small bites. Figure yeah. out one pain point, deal with that one pain point, and then move on to the next one. So exactly, I think you're doing an amazing job. Do you feel? brave? Does this feel like a really brave choice to have made? No, I like, I, I don't feel brave. And I, you know, I have people who who do tell me that I'm brave and, and part of it is, of course, all I can see is the things I'm not doing, right? All I can see is the lack. What are you not doing? You know, I, I see like that I could be Um, going out and visiting more places and that, you know, I, I take a little bit to just settle in when I get to a new place. Um, And I, I don't immediately like the first day I'm not out the door and going and visiting things. 
And of course I see like, oh, well, I should be doing that. <laughs> oh, stop. There are no shoulds. <laughs> right? There are I mean, no this shoulds. is you. It's your process. No one gets to tell you how you travel the world and run a business. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, I know a lot of people who think and who would think that what you're doing is extraordinarily brave. I mean, first of all, launching a business out of nothing is is brave. I get applications for the show all the time. And I'm like, I love all of you, but every guest can't be somebody who left corporate world and went into starting a business. But it is <laughs> it is brave. But then to travel the world and there are people who are terrified to fly or go someplace where they don't speak the language. Like to me, what you're doing, there are tiny little steps of bravery woven through everything you do all day long. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Where are you going next? So I'm actually going back to the U.S. for the summer. So Because it's going to be, be warm. Because it, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going back to Portland and I'll be there for the summer and then... And still figuring out my travel plans for the fall and winter. But you will be leaving the States again in fall and winter. Yes. Yes, I will. Awesome. How do you celebrate your successes? What do mm -hmm. you do to honor the things that, that are wins? Yeah. So whenever I get a new client, I have a glass of champagne. <laughs> yes, I love that. I'm all about a glass of champs. Yeah. So that's, that's the big one. And then I don't have anything like formal that I always do for smaller celebrations or, or wins, but you know, maybe it's having, making a really nice dinner for myself or going out to dinner or, you know, giving myself more time to just like sit in the sun and read. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's so important to honor all of our successes, big and small, right? And make space for them because that's what motivates us moving forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So one of the questions I ask everybody at the end of each episode is what is your favorite charitable organization to support? Mm, yes, I am so glad you asked this question because there's a nonprofit that I've been involved with since I was 12 years old that is super important to me. It's a land stewardship trust that has a kids summer camp as part of it um, that teaches sustainability and land stewardship and also how to how to ride horses. So I'm a I'm a horsewoman. Um, and it's it's an organization that really shaped who I've become. And so a portion of all of my revenue goes to them. I love that. I think that's extraordinary. Well, we'll make sure that the link to the organization is up on the show notes for everybody. As yeah. always, my request from our listeners is go check them out. At the very least, check them out and give them a little bit of love. We really appreciate that. Giving back is such an important part of, mm -hmm. of me, of my business, and of of the show. So I love to tie that in with everyone. Morgan, will you share your three words with us one more time, please? Yes. Becoming alignment drive. I really like those. I, I really like becoming, aren't yeah. we constantly becoming? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if I, 
if I can elaborate, do I Please. have time to elaborate yeah. on that for a moment? Yeah. That one was the first word that came to me. And through this whole process of starting the business, especially the starting the business, I feel like I'm finally becoming the woman that the six-year-old me always wished she could be. That gives me chills. I know. I feel like I'm tearing up. It's, um, I, I finally feel like I am really who I'm was always meant to be. And, um, that's definitely been the biggest and best thing about this whole journey. Well, I got to tell you, I think it's brave and I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. that you've shared this with us. There are so many different things that that you've done and that you've stepped into that I think can inspire uh, all of our listeners. And I'm really grateful to have had you here with me today, Morgan. Thank you. I am so grateful that you invited me on here. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Awesome. So that's a wrap on today's show, everybody. Thank you to Morgan for sharing her literal journey through bravery, even if she doesn't (laughs) think it's brave with us. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. I consider it a personal favor. I will be eternally grateful. This is Heather Vickery reminding you to choose bravely. The Brave Files is also supported by Frizz Marketing, a boutique marketing firm offering tailored services to small businesses and nonprofits. Frizz helps you distill your authentic story and get in front of the right audience. Contact them today at frizzmarketing.com. Thank you for listening to The Brave Files. Be sure to visit thebravefilespodcast.com to access the show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. Music composed and produced by Matt Lewis of Union Music, LLC.